Hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. You're listening to the Content is Profit podcast, where we talk about entrepreneurship, mindset, and of course, how to turn your content into profit. Go to contentsprofit.com to join the community, baby. Let's go. Come join us. Party. By the way, we have 45 Live going on day eight. But if you join, we might be a little bit ahead, but you can start as well. Let Dude, us know. You can start even if it's day 44. It doesn't matter. We yeah. are always welcoming people. Dude, I don't know why this music is so loud today. No, but here's the thing. You hear loud in your thing, but then on the show, it doesn't, it doesn't sound that loud. Loud I enough. Oh, yeah. okay. Cool, cool. Well, today we have an awesome topic. As you can tell, yeah. we are a little off today. You are off. <laughs> I'm good. You're good, yes? Yes. Just rewind like 30 seconds and you'll notice how good he is. Definitely very good. Anyways, all right. Fonzie, Anyways. what's the topic today? Tell me. That's right. Today we're going to be talking about... No, well, that's, that's not it. Yeah. That's not it. We're going to be talking about... <laughs> that's this. not it either. Yeah. That's nope. the one. It's a $3 million video that broke the internet, well, baby. Where's the headline in here? It's not. There's not a headline in here. It's in my head. Yeah. How am I going to supposed to read that? But yes, <laughs> we're going to be talking about the $3.5 million uh, video on YouTube. On YouTube. That did over 150 million views in like seven days something like that or like 10 days well as it as we're recording this right now it has 157 million in two weeks Woo. in two weeks and uh, hashtag juicy juicy it, it has been the fastest video to reach 1 million views I think it was like 20 minutes or so on in the history of YouTube the sponsor went from po like place 42 on the app store to number two overnight. So I'm guessing this episode is going to be like a three minute episode where you just drop all the facts and then we leave. No, well, yes. <laughs> I gotta go to bed. No, yeah, you, we got to leave some Bro. meat for the middle of the episode. Well, the meat, is like, talk about? the meat is like how they achieve that, right? Like ah. I did, here's the deal, right? Like, and this is why we should all be paying attention to this thing. Right. Um, all right, Fonzie. When was the first time? By the way, who's the creator? I want to start there. Like, who who's the creator, Fonzie? The one and only, Mr. Beast. Let's go. He's awesome. We've been following him for a while. We actually. Yeah. All right. Let, let's give a little bit of context about Mr. Beast, because some people might be thinking, who's Ooh. that guy? Honestly, if they see his videos randomly, <laughs> they will be like, what? How this kid gets 150 million views? per video well he started about i think like a decade ago at this point and his videos were just from his cell phone in his bedroom and he says that every single cent that he has ever made from youtube he invested back into his youtube business that he has always wanted to be a youtuber that's right and he's not a youtuber from like la you know one of these kids that is like playing pranks on people or whatever like he's from a small town he said that growing up he just wanted to talk about YouTube. Nobody related to him. He just fell so like off, whatever. <laughs> and now he still lives in this small town, but he just grew his operations to I, I think, mean, a lot of people. Yeah, I think they have, uh, last time I heard it was like 60 people on staff Ooh. full time. I uh, mean, the, he, he just bought like a massive warehouse to, yeah. to yeah, create all his uh, videos, right? But to finish the context side of things, right? He evolved from being this creator in his bedroom, right? Very driven, very consistent. Keyword, if you want to be consistent, mm -hmm. during the 45 Live. And he eventually started monetizing and reinvesting everything back into his videos. He's literally obsessed with YouTube. And when we found out yeah. about him, actually, his videos were like 
the best. Like, I just felt so good watching his videos because he loves to give back to other people. And I, I feel like his videos are mainly all around giving back or giving to yeah. other people. Like he gives a lot of money away, which I think is one of the reasons why he has, you know, caught so many people's attention. But he's so genuine and authentic by doing that and the way that he does it. And not to mention, very, very entertaining. Yeah. One of the interviews I was listening to uh, with these guys, Colin and Samir, by the way, go check out their channel. It's incredible. Uh, they talk about creators, like specifically YouTube creators that are doing crazy things in that platform, right? And and we see, just so you have an idea, we see these world of creators uh, is very wide, right? You have like the artists, right? You have the, the creators that go to YouTube, right? And they might be looking for sponsorships or uh, they create content for the sake of the data, right? The views and, and go up and up and up. And sometimes it can be a hamster wheel which we can talk about that in a second. And then we, you have the other spectrum of it, which is the businesses, right? And then there's uh, that, that are creating content, maybe that they're teaching people, they're educating people, right? But maybe they don't drive as many views as the creators on the other side of the spectrum is, right? So what's what's been happening is there's a transition where it's like there's some gray area in the middle between those two that people get to play and people get to experiment with all this stuff. Now, Colin and Samir, they break down all these kind of videos. I'm like, okay, how can somebody else apply this to, you know, what they're doing right now? They talk a little bit more to the creator side of things. I feel like we talk a little bit more to the business side of things, right? So with that in mind, um, they, they, they were talking about how Jimmy, who's Mr. Beast, right? He's so obsessed with... Um, the data that YouTube throws at him, right? Watch time. How do uh, how do they do the cuts? How do they do this thing? And they engineer like each one of these videos for people to stay in and continue to watch, right? So I think that's first, that's a really good example for people to actually go see and look at the structure of his videos on the fast pace, the things that they do, the transitions, right? Everything from the thumbnail uh, to from the literally thumbnail. the last detail on the video. Yeah, which by the way, there are like hundreds and thousands of maybe creators that are just imitating those thumbnails and <laughs> like not even modeling, like legit just copy and paste. But I'm, I'm going to say this because somebody listening to this right now might go, like, whoa, so I need to be checking my analytics every day at all times, you know, just to see what the, the people want. And it's very interesting because the other day we heard uh, an interview that somebody did. I think it was actually Mr. Beast manager did an interview to Logan Paul's video editor. Yeah. And they yeah. were talking about for you, for, you know, if you don't know who Logan Paul is, he's one of the biggest creators in YouTube as, as well. well. Uh, he came from a platform called Vine. He just rise to the top through just enter pure entertainment. And eventually he hit like a pretty rough spot in there in his, in his, in life. his life through some wrong decisions. And I feel like he has reinvested himself and reinvent reinvented himself and now he's just growing even bigger right but the funny thing is that the editor was saying that for the first couple of years he didn't even watch the analytics at all yeah and when we heard that we're like wow that is so interesting but then you got somebody like jimmy which is one of the fastest growing youtubers right in the world right now and he is obsessed with the analytics so i think that speaks to both side yeah. of things right it's like okay you can grow either way like let's be honest like are you looking for 100 and mi 150 million uh type of growth per video probably not would it be nice yes absolutely it would be absolutely amazing but you're probably in the range of you want to get just 
people that are interested viewing your videos on a consistent basis, right? And all the, these two guys have massive growth, massive followings, and they started very differently. Obsessed with data, not obsessed with obsessed with data. So I think, yeah. you know, like, which, I think the question is, which one is the right way to do it? Yeah, I like it because uh, yesterday morning, right? Yesterday morning, we, we sat for about six hours and we developed something that we call the PP board, right? And if you're laughing right Whoa. now, you're part of our... Hold on, hold the, on. The can PP I board already existed. Uh, I, but can I finish? Okay, finish. <laughs> we developed the PP board for a project that we'll be launching soon, right? The, yeah, the PP board already exists. The PP board stands for problems and pleasures. Right? AKA solutions. AKA yeah. solutions. It was problems and solutions, but PS board is not as funny as PP board. Let's exactly. be honest. Let's be honest. <laughs> I know. If you're laughing, you're, you're part of our nation. So go to contentsprofit.com and join the community. Okay. We, need, we need a name for the crew. <laughs> if you are thinking of a cool name for the Bizbros crew, for the content is profit family, just drop yeah. it in the comments. So in this PP board, right, we start listing out, we, we've been having calls for what, about 10 days with people that have been part of our community, people that have been clients, people that have been prospects, people that have been consumer content or products, right? And we've been asking them questions about the process of creating, right? And again, keep in mind that a spectrum that we said, like all the way full on creators and all the way, you know, full on businesses. And it's like each one of them fell inside of that spectrum, right? But a lot of the friction that we find is, you know, consistency is a big one. Uh, what do I say? How do I do imposter syndrome? Uh, a lot of mindset stuff, right? So for us, that some of the big elements that helped us kickstart our publishing, especially with this podcast, that's why we're recording episode 227 today, which is insane, right? Um, is that we started to identify those things and we didn't see a, a data. We don't actually see much of the podcast data at all because our priority is the creation process. We need to go out there and we attach the value to something different, which we can go later on. Right, we get, we can go there uh, later on. Now, for you, when you see these videos, like for example, Jimmy or Mister Beast or uh, Logan Paul, whatever people that you feel creators that you feel inspired by, whether that's a topic, what they say, what they talk, look at the elements that you can potentially replicate, and without much friction, you can execute. Right, even with uh, my first meeting with Sampar and. and and Sean, right? Shampoo. <laughs> Shampoo, yeah. <laughs> and Sean, they were talking about how they also get a bunch of ideas that they're like, oh, this will be so cool to replicate and go do a YouTube video. But they don't really want to go down that path because once they set up of like, you know, they want to document the experience on a, on, on a treadmill and how they lose weight and how do they do this and business ideas and how to develop all this, they have to continue that way. And they don't see themselves going that path because they don't feel good about creating that type of content, right? And that's an, that's something that we call the content umami, right? So podcast for us feels good because of many reasons and we can go into that later. But again, keep that in mind as we continue to break down um, what's happening with the $3 million video. Yeah, so what, what, what's happening with this $3.5 million All right, 3.5, Fonzie. All right, 3.5. I right. mean, 3.5 is significant more, significantly more than $3 million. Yes, a lot more. <laughs> it's a lot more. It's a lot more. Okay, so um, are you familiar with Squeak Games? I am familiar with Squeak Games. Fonzie's familiar with Squeak Games. I mean, familiar to just knowing what it is. I've never seen the show. Yeah, me neither. I never saw the show, but here's, here's the thing. A lot of people did, right? And, uh, you know, not my kind of show. And honestly, a lie. lot of people didn't, like us, but knew what it was because of the hype that there was around the show. Yeah, and then there's another episode that we should do just on that show because the, the way that they launched it was was incredible. But anyway, so yes, 
the, this show is creating a massive wave of, of noise. Let's call it noise, right? A lot of people know what it is. There's brand awareness, right? Like a lot of people are talking about this thing because it was so shocking the way that the, just the show itself. And uh, Jimmy, the biggest creator that there is on, on the face of the earth, decided to replicate the Squid Games on his YouTube channel. So what he did is he brought a, he brought 200 and no 456 400. of his friends, subscribers, people in his community to actually participate in a real live Squid Game. Spoiler alert: they don't kill anybody. Uh, <laughs> just to be clear, yeah, but, you, gotta, you gotta respect YouTube <laughs> guidelines in there. <laughs> exactly, but um, that's why the the video costs so much, and the winner will take home four hundred and fifty six thousand dollars. Well, which, I mean, the video didn't cost a lot just because he brought a bunch of people. Like he oh, like on, rebuilt okay. the whole set and all that stuff. I, yes. <laughs> Step I mean, one, step two, Fonzie comes in, step 10. Okay. Uh, yes, he did build all the sets. Uh, he hired external crews to build the sets to do VFX because there's uh, virtual effects in that video. He basically replicated a whole movie production uh, side of things with creators as well, which was super cool. So I saw other, like two other videos from people that were part of the participants and were part of the crew. That was pretty interesting as well. Uh, but keep in mind, all this... All this investment, the $3.5 million, very, um, very good, was brought in by the sponsor, right? And I'm sure there's some back-end deal at the at the same time probably done, but that whole was the, the whole budget that the that the sponsor gave, right? And one of the comparisons that they do is a 30-second spot on the um, on the Super Bowl is about six million dollars, right? Insane, a lot of money. Now, here's the results that we shared a little bit earlier. That sponsor, that's probably what they spend on a daily basis in Facebook or social media ads, which is crazy to me, right? It's insane. They gave that money to Jimmy, like, hey, create this incredible thing. This is the budget. You give the money away. You, there's a bunch of other places in the video that he gave money away. You build the set. You hire the people. You do all this, right? Uh, we'll pay for the whole thing. Obviously, their logo is plastered all over the video. <laughs> But the results are they went from spot 42, like we said earlier, to number two in the App Store. And the video itself, 157 million views in like in yeah. in two weeks. That's insane. The return on investment in that thing is incredible. So kudos to the one that struck that deal. Uh, I mean, I feel like when Mr. Beast comes to you with a deal, with an idea, like at this point, I feel like brands must be fighting to... Yeah. To make a deal with him. Yeah. Just because of the amount of people that the audience that he moves, right? He just and honestly, he must have pretty good numbers on the people that take action Absolutely. on the deals, right? And I I feel we we're talking about this the other day. I was like, dude, I would download the game just to support mm -hmm. uh Jimmy, right? Mr. Beast. Yeah. And I wouldn't play that game. But I would just download it to support so he can keep doing yeah. more of these awesome videos. And, and here's another example of what, you know, what we learn as the attractive character. And uh, the more you publish, the more people are going to see you, right? Because like, I remember the first time I saw one of his videos, I'm like, this is very low quality. It's, it's childish editing. And obviously, it's become a lot better. But it's very similar on the framework that they the, use. It's not childish editing. This is how I call it now. It's wholesome editing. Wholesome. <laughs> wow. Okay. But it, it, if you see it for the first time, he has a lot of... It is, it uh, is his audience massively is, you know, uh, he has a big gamer audience. He has a big kids audience. It's he has a... a, it's a 
kind of like meme-related type meme of editing. Meme-related type of editing. And, uh, and I was like, man, this is crazy. And the videos that they were doing at the time was like, hey, we just launched like a million Orbeez in the pool and we're just going to swim in it, right? And and people were liking and enjoying that stuff. And obviously the videos had evolved to the point that he gave away a whole island. It was worth like $750,000. Well, he like bought that. an island He bought first, an island and gave it and away. And then he, yeah, he like he, raffled it off he, with he his did, friends. He did a whole, a whole experience. So he's been doing these things for a while, right? But keep in mind, he's been publishing for about 10 years, right? So it's 10 years of consistent obsession just so we can make the comparison between logan paul and and mr beast just so you get an idea on the timeline one of like mr beast videos that went super viral was him sitting down in his room saying logan paul (laughs) a thousand times literally like he just recorded himself saying logan paul logan paul logan paul logan paul for a thousand times because logan paul was trending because logan paul was like the big deal at the moment, right? So he's riding that wave, which yeah. is a huge lesson right there, right? Like what is that topical engagement? What is that topical wave that we can ride at the moment? Yeah. And he did that a lot of the times throughout his career. And you can you can tell that he's still doing it. Yeah. Right. Which in a way that's exactly what he did with uh, Squid Games wave, yep. right? And here's the thing. Here's the beautiful thing, right? And here's and we'll go we're gonna get into the, the principles a little bit before we, we head out, but um, I think uh, the majority of the 456 people that he brought on were also creators, right? That they were also allowed to share the story that he was doing. So he he now has 456 affiliates for his content, right? Because they're also going to catch the massive wave that Jimmy's creating on YouTube. So Squid Games is the massive wave. Jimmy's creating this other massive wave on YouTube, right? These 456 people are creating also more waves. The power the, of the, collaboration. The, the power of collaboration, right? Because, well, for, well, here's one thing. They were not allowed to bring their own cameras or phones to the set, right? The experience itself. So they're using Jimmy's footage to do their videos, but then they, they tell the stories of what they lived behind cameras and do this, right? So these creators become the affiliate for that one video, right? Yep. And now they're creating more noise to their audiences and then audiences starts to share and uh, they get into Jimmy's world, for example. I think that he grew like a million subscribers within like the first uh, two or three days, something like that. It was- No, it was he was gaining a million subscribers a day. A million subscribers a day. Yeah. There you go. Insane, right? I mean, and, a million, uh, fastest one million views in the history of YouTube, I think it was nine minutes. Nine minutes for his, for his video to reach a million views <laughs> and then a million subscribers yeah. per day, which I think is a record for the most amount yeah. of subscribers, you know, per day in a yeah. you know span of time. So what are some of the principles, right, that, that, that we were able to identify, you know, uh, this was a massive, obviously, marketing campaign in the creator world, right? Inside of YouTube, a lot of people were talking about this. Uh, Jimmy's big on Twitter, so a lot, he was tweeting, and people are tweeting back saying, "Hey, I don't know if you can pull this off. If you pull it off, it's gonna be awesome. There's a lot of money on the line. There's a lot of people in here. There was just a lot of mystery around it because not a lot of details were shared. So when they dropped the video, it was also it is just like a 20 minute video. People were literally tuning in to the second that he uploaded that video to go watch it, right? Which is which is insane. So obviously that spikes a lot of the algorithm, and we talk about this on concepts like." Um, your content campaigns, right? Or your launch campaigns, similar similar things, how Hollywood movies kind of build that noise mm. when the release of the movies. Think about what's happening with Spider-Man right now, right? Like everybody's talking about it. They're going to break every single record. They're already breaking every record. So it's because of the pressure that they're putting with the teasers, the interviews, all these things, all these events leading to that one thing. So that that's obviously first. What else, Fancy? What, what else do you, do you identify as far as like principles 
that Mr. Beast followed, or what we can tell from the outside. I mean, we just touched on it, but I love the the act of collaboration. I think it is huge in today's. Um, I mean, some people call it creator economy, but honestly, if you you know lesson here for a business, right, and you're trying to create content, guess what? One of the best ways to reach a new audience, the best way to grow, or even if you're not seeking that type of growth, the best way to plan clients or find partnerships is through collaboration, right? Because honestly, I was thinking about this earlier today. It's like there's something special that happens when two people join with the idea of let's create something valuable for other people, right? There's like nothing in there that, you know, egos trying to find each other. You're just trying to help each other out so we can help more people. Yeah. And that just builds a stronger bond between you and the person that you're collaborating with. And eventually that leads to, hey, let's check it out. What do you have on your plate? See if I can help you with something, right? Or, or vice versa. Yeah. And honestly, that has been the story of content is profit. Right, we uh, plot twist. Not <laughs> not so much of a plot twist, but one of the reasons why we bring so many people and we interview them and we have conversations. We actually don't like to call them interv interviews. We have conversations with them. The reason being is because we realize that pretty early. It's like, dude, we're like forming a bond with these people, mm -hmm. and a lot of them are beco are becoming really good friends. Some of them have become clients, and some of them have become partners. Right, and it's absolutely amazing. So imagine doing that with 456 people, <laughs> right at the same time. Like, how can I take collaboration to a whole different level? Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure between those 456 people, they're starting, you know, meeting each other up, and the, and they're doing collaborations together. And the same thing, everybody rise to the top together, mm -hmm. right? So I think that. That's, that's very important. Um, I think riding the wave of something that, that's already happening out there, you know, Fonsi, you've talked about topical topics before, right? Um, that, you know, if we bring it to, to a content strategy, right? Like we do a lot of conversations that can be evergreen, right? Or this episode is a really clear example of something topical that's happening in the industry, right? Yeah. So think we, about- We did once too with uh, the, the episode of Friends, you know? Yeah. Like the lessons that we learned from that Friends. That's kind of cool. A lot of people, uh, you know, reached out and they, they actually loved it. So we, we need- Since we like the movies, we should start doing more like those. So, for example, when we go watch Spider-Man, everybody's okay. going to be looking for Spider-Man and we can we can create a video like top three business lessons from, from Spider-Man, Spider right? Like Ooh. that's pretty unique. Yeah. You're talking about something that is so hot right now. Yeah. And then you just add in your own spin to it. Yeah. I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you an example right now with my own 45 Live. What's happening? We're day eight today. We still have to do that. But... Um, the first video was like the the break in, so it got a lot of a lot of engagement, got a lot of views. It was awesome. People celebrating. The next few videos, it was strictly you know content profit, kind of what we talk about every single day. The people that are really interested in what we do, kind of like a warmer audience, warmer people in there in the community are joining and 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 engaging a little bit, right? But there's not as big. And I decided, I think it was like day five or six. I can't remember now, but I was like, you know, I'm extremely exhausted. I don't really want to think anything about business. Uh, it was Sunday. And uh, when we built uh, Lucas room, no, yesterday, actually Monday. Yeah. No, it What's doesn't the, matter. It doesn't matter. Irrelevant. Whatever the week is. Yeah. Ir irrelevant. Anyways. But the thing is like just sharing a family milestone. Right. And it was uh, a video about sharing the build of Lucas first big boy bed right and like I'm not crying you're crying kind of deal and uh, that was incredible the amount of traction that, that he got was very was was massive right because 
it is the topical comment that people that, that, that are in my world are probably in that stage in their life as well. There's a lot mm-hmm. of friends that, that have the baby, so they relate, right? And there's always a lesson there. So these are the things that whenever you decide to create something, keep in mind so you can test things out, right? Like see, okay, how am I comfortable creating? How am I comfortable sharing stories? What stories am I comfortable sharing? And then start testing. Is this something that can be evergreen and be, can become an asset later on where we can either sell, give people value, extra value and different products that we can add? Or is this a topical content that we can uh, ride those waves that are happening in the marketplace or in the world? Yeah, I think there, there's some like news channels in in YouTube as well, just like creators that talk about news in very different ways. And I think those channels are pretty popular just because they're so topical, right? They're always searching like, what is this thing that is making noise right now? Let's talk about it, right? So just like we're doing this podcast right now, Colin and Samir, for example, they did a podcast about Squid Game and, and Mr. Beast, right? This is kind of like we're basing it off their episode, some of the stuff that we're talking about. And they are riding that wave, right? They're riding the wave of the wave. The, wa- the wave of the wave of the wave. The, the wave of the wave, right? They were like, oh, dude, like Mr. B did this. He created so much noise. Let's ride this wave. Let's talk about it. Plus, they also included um, some comments about a, a Vice article that came out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But we're not going to dig into that because it would take no. way too long. Um, I think on my end, I think those are like the, bi- the big highlights. Go ahead. Go watch the video. It's pretty fun. Um, I... Yeah, I, I think something that I wrote down here from, from Collins and Samir's episode that I really like, that I think is pretty valuable too for people that look at that, is not just the value of the production in there, because obviously, I mean, not all of us have 3.5 millions to invest into a video like that, eventually. Eventually, we're going we're gonna to do that one day. But most importantly is a lot of people might see that and they're like, oh, but he's just copying Squid Games, right? Because he's doing the same exact games. And I think there's so much value into what he's doing, right? He's not copying, he's modeling, right? He's do he's grabbing, yes, maybe he's doing the same games from the show, but he's just doing it with his own spin and his own personality and his own, you know, flair and charisma. Like it's, it's so much fun to watch. Yeah. Honestly, I, I think the fact that is uh, a familiar thing and people go like they already know what it is. They don't need to be educated on what it is so they can jump right into the action. And it's already something familiar. So people yeah. are going to stay and see what's what's going to happen. So yeah. but I think that's important, too, because for you watching right now, right, you might see or, or somebody listening. or listening. You might see somebody talking about a topic that you've been wanting to talk for a very long time. Right. Or you consistently see your competitors talking right publishing in social media videos whatever it is and whenever you are going to create content you might be telling yourself oh but somebody already did it somebody already talked about it guess what there's not such thing as like new ideas Mm. like model after what's working and make it your own right and there's this very famous saying i think it was picasso who said it it is uh good artists copy great artists steal right and by stealing he doesn't mean like plagiarizing everything word by word like what he means is just grab that and model after that and make it your own put your own efforts into it see how you can tweak it and make it your original your own original based on something else and it's totally okay and i think a lot of people needs to hear uh kind of like some sort of permission to do that and i know that because 
I'm one of those person once in a while. I'm like, oh man, like, why am I going to talk about this if this other person already did? Well, guess what? The people that relate to us is going to be totally different than the person that relates to your, to your competitor, right? And if you don't put your message out there, guess who they're going to listen to? They're going to listen to your competitor, right? They're going to go check them <laughs> out. So make sure you're publishing consistently and don't Absolutely. get hold back with the thought of, huh, somebody already put that in there. I love it. I think that was good. That's good. Yeah. Go watch the video. Uh, let us know what you think about stuff like this. Uh, we'd love to do it. Maybe we'll do the Spider-Man video. Mm, that'll be cool. I like the uh, Spider-Man video. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch the movie twice. One with like the fan eyes and then the other one with like the business side. Uh, yeah, I so. remember when I was watching the, the Friends documentary, I would like pull my notepad while I was watching it with my girlfriend. What did Maddie say? And I'd take notes and she also, she would look at me and then just shake her head. Just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, there's so many lessons in here. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good, guys. With that said... Thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite platform and on social media at BeastBrosco. That is right. And if today's episode helped you move one step closer to your goal, please don't forget to share this episode with three friends. That is your ticket of admission. And, and leave a five-star review. See ya. Bye, guys.